Welcome to Highway Diary. I'm your host, Eric Hollerbach. This is episode 355, Joanna Jonjacek's Breasts. Um, I don't do solo episodes often, but, you know, we have a problem in this country with reality. Uh, even the mainstream news gives us facts, and somehow we have no idea what's going on. When one A to B to C, it's very clear what is going on if you have eyes to see. So I just want to talk about reality real quick. Um, there's a guy out there, he's superhuman. And uh, let's start with superhuman. This is him front flipping into a typewriter covered in yeah, tubes. Yeah, 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 fuck this shit. Ooh, ooh. Ah, fuck. So he smashes into fluorescent tubes that were suspended by two chairs. There was a printer in the middle of it, but he's not done. He's not even close to done. I see a printer covered in Legos and... Let that be a lesson to you. There's no super people out there. Even though superhuman, he's on Vine and TikTok, he claims to be superhuman. Um, he's kind of a pain artist. Uh, he, he front flips into barbed wire, like very inspired by wrestling. Uh, but then if you, he cuts the video, but you can tell that after each one of his pain, uh, you know, exhibitions, he's uh, in pain for hours and hours and hours after. Um, that's reality. I want to talk about Ioana Jonjacek's breasts because and not in a way that's derogatory, not in a way that's, uh, you know, dehumanizing her. I'm a big fan of Joanna Jonjacek. When she first came onto the scene, she was a fearsome fighter. She beat the hell out of her opponents. Um, you know, she went on an incredible run here. I'm looking. She was 14-0 and 0 when she defended her women's strawweight championship of the UFC against Jessica Andrade. <clears throat> she starts to get a little swagger. She starts to think she's invincible. Bam. Rose Namajunas knocks her out. She gets a rematch, loses again. Somewhere before or after Tisha Torres, she gets a boob job. Now, the problem with that, look, she's got her own body. She can make her own decisions. When you have to make weight, when you have to make 125 pounds, and you have these cans on you, you got at least a kilogram of silicone, and then the inflammation around it in pre in risk of breast cancer because uh, you're mucking about with your body you know your your breasts have to uh, just like any organ just like your legs blood flow has to come in and out when you push this silicone in there you're blocking blood vessels you're blocking things now you gotta now you gotta make weight for a championship with cans she was never the same after this and uh, uh, you know it was reported that even though she won against Michelle Watterson um, in 2019 that was her last win and it was very much reported that she had a horrible time making weight uh, a horrible time making weight so she barely made weight and she fought a beat a lesser opponent you know michelle waterson is like always around the 10th competitor like the championship uh competitors number one michelle is always ranked around 10 
15th, you know, ranking out of, you know. So she beat less competition with her cans, but she could not, uh, she got smashed by Whaley twice. And so she had this, like, body dysmorphia. She really liked Instagram likes and getting, uh, she's very beautiful when she started out. And she had a very beautiful, natural body. And then she's like, yeah, but if I put these cans in, I'm going to get more. Instagram followers start losing fights. When you're in competition, you, it's the reality is you have to lose fucking weight. And uh, even though she never missed weight after that, the struggle to lose weight when you have these cans on you. Anyway, enough said. Um, there's a lot of things going on in politics that are clear as the eye can see. Now, for, for the last three years of Trump's presidency, from 2016 to 2020, now, if you don't like his personality because he's a toxic masculinity, I understand that. They tried to impeach, him, impeach Trump twice because he was colluding with Russia. Now that Sleepy Joe's in there, we've found out that Burisma is a gas company in the Ukraine that Hunter Biden on crack is the board member of to funnel crack and oil to uh, the country. So the whole point of stealing the election to get Joe Biden in there, now we see what they're up to. Now it's Burisma in the Ukraine. It's the, you know, it's so then the whole plan of the ruling class, the plan of the evil empire, right, is to keep the narrative going while doing as much corruption as possible. Tell, give the, the peasants, you know, bread and circus, misinformation, let's lead them on track. But they're so funny because everything that they said they accuse Trump of, they're doing to get it. It's like, it's like, you know, if a girl cheats on you, you just say you're cheating on me. What? You know, just attack them with the weapon that you're vulnerable with. And this guy, he's the chairman of something, Nadler. He's the most disgusting swamp creature. He's got two sycophants behind him, perking at him. If he's like, because he's an old corrupt douchebag who gets four boners a year. And he's completely senile, but he has two deep state aides behind him going, Tell him motion sustained, motion sustained, just two squawking. Um, they're like like Scientology sycophants just behind him at all times to correct the narrative that they agreed in the back room that the bankers, uh, you know, that they drank blood with the bankers at Bohemian Grove. So just Nadler's opening statement is extraordinary. Potential corruption, obstruction and abuse of power. And exposing that misconduct is our top priority. Make no mistake, we will hold President Trump accountable. This is even after Trump is out. So now Biden's in. They're, they don't, <laughs> their top priority is to expose all of his corruption from the last administration. That's my top priority. Meanwhile, you have literally a retarded, corrupt president who's demented, who makes poo-poos in the Oval Office. He can't read the teleprompter for more than 40 fucking seconds in a row because he's so fucking senile. Or the actor playing him is so senile. Or the clone playing him because he died 10 years ago is so senile. 
It's disgusting. And so um, that's what he said. Just listen to the first thing. My top priority is to expose what? Well, this committee is focused on the evidence of potential corruption, obstruction, and abuse of power. And exposing that misconduct is our top priority. They just raided pre former President Trump's house in Mar Largo. Mar, Mar Largo. They tried to impeach him when he was in power twice in four years for a, co for a collusion with Russia that never materialized. They never proved it. Meanwhile, Bill Clinton was in Epstein's plane 23 times going to Pedo Island. Was, was Bill Clinton's house raided? Silence. Was Bill Clinton's house, was he put in a wood chipper with Alan Dershowitz, my humble proposal? Was he put in a wood chipper? No. But they tried to, they, who apologized after the second impeachment was based on bullshit? And it was proven based on bullshit. Zero. Zero people apologized. Then CNN's next scam, MSNBC's next scam, COVID. Everyone believes it. Well, we have to stand six feet apart. This is the same exact creature that said Russia, Russia, Russia for four years of pr Trump's presidency. They say virus, 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 and everyone believes it. They're liars. They're professional carnies. They're garbage liars. Garbage liars. But everyone believes it. And now they're saying monkeypox. And uh, look, monkeypox is the new disease. But I was very disturbed. Um, I, uh, you know, curated uh, Klaus Schwab Jr.'s Instagram. And he said that the deep state has much, much more diseases planned for us. This is what Klaus Schwab Jr. said. Again, I don't like this guy, but he's the son of the head of the World Economic Forum. Klaus Schwab, this is what Klaus Schwab Jr. said about the next diseases after monkeypox. Hello, my slaves. It's your favorite Olajog, Klaus Schwab Jr. I'm here on my family's horse farm in Bavaria, and I hope you're a job for monkeypox season, but it will not end with this. We have a lot more diseases that the lizards think up, and then they go through the human think tank to be more relatable. Next, we have bullfrog gingivitis, dolphin plaque psoriasis, llama-induced Munchausen syndrome, groundhog aids, portal pancreatitis, gerbil hypochondria, oyster hemorrhoids, and then everyone will get the camel toe. And it's great to have an invisible enemy like a virus for the perpetual slush fund, just like the war on terrorisms, and the greatest existential threat to the empire, disinformation. Only trust official sources so that you are led to slaughter by our chats. <coughs> I mean, he screams like a, like a snake or some kind of dragon. I mean, I wouldn't trust this guy. But he kind of reveals the, you know, behind the scenes of how the Empire thinks. Um, you know, I was very dismayed last Christmas. I was not able to see my family. And uh, Klaus Schwab Jr. last year said why. Hello, Instagram. It is your favorite Olajog, Klaus Schwab Jr. I am in a storage closet right now getting ready to make a mail there. But I just want to remind everybody that for the holiday season, do not see your family. Love is not good for your immune system and love is not real. The capitalist economy already proved that love is not real. 
because you have to be scared. For example, here comes the Delta variant, here comes the Echo variant, the Foxtrot variant. We have planned this also for to the Yankee variant and then the Zulu variant when we blame Africa for this. Very, oh, I have to make murder now. Wish me luck. Like he's on his way to make a murder. And, and that's the... But he's the only one who's actually honest on the internet, Klaus Schwab Jr. Um, to ask a question about Hunter Biden and Burisma. Hunter Biden and Burisma, well, that's an interesting story. And I think just about every American knows there's something up with that. $86,000 a month, no experience, working for some foreign government while your dad's the vice president of the United States. Is there anyone who believes this is okay? I know we got a few of my Democrat colleagues maybe run for president or might run for president one day. Would you let your vice president have their son or daughter or family member out moonlighting for some foreign company? Maybe I'll use language familiar to the former vice president. Come on, man. This looks dirty as it is. Hunter Biden was making more than five times more than a board member for Exxon Mobil. I've heard of that company. And so I went to read up on Hunter Biden, learn a little more about him. I found this very extensive profile in the New Yorker. And uh, here's, here's what it says. Hunter said that at that point, he had not slept for several days. Driving east on Interstate 10, just beyond Palm Strings, he lost control of his car, which jumped the median and skidded to a stop on the shoulder of the westbound side. He called Hertz, which came to collect the damaged car and gave him a second rental. The Hertz rental officer told me he found a crack pipe in the car and on one of the consoles, a line of white powder residue. So not only is Hunter doing deals with Burisma for Ukraine, I wonder if that's got anything to do with our involvement in the Ukraine. Hmm. It's really hard to figure out. This guy leaves a crack pipe in a rental car. He's too strung out after cr totaling a rental car when someone goes to get him a new rental car because he's the vice president's son. Well, here's another, crackhead. What else do you need? You know, crackhead. Um, is, is Hunter Biden rated? Are, are the Clintons put in a wood chipper for going to Jeffrey Epstein's island? No. But Trump... Is his house was raided. Why? Because he didn't collude with Putin? I, I mean, just because CNN tells you doesn't mean it's true. That's the empire trying to get you to pay for lies. CNN Plus. That It's so funny how out of touch these people are. They tried to say, well, look, a lot of people are cutting their cable packages Right. So maybe we'll just have CNN, just like ESPN plus, just like um, Netflix. We'll just stream our propaganda. But then, you know, Rachel Maddow, she has like a dog therapist. She has a psychiatrist. She has like a nutritionist. She has a new girlfriend uh, every other week that they take to Hawaii. So like just her quote per month is like, you know, seven hundred thousand dollars an hour to give propaganda because she's so talented and then brian stelter who's like a potato um a a propagandist potato um he also demands you know 300 1.8 million dollars a word of propaganda and they how what their plan is after lying about trump's connection to putin for four years trying to impeach him twice 
the Empire, CNN, I mean CNN, I mean the CIA, I mean the Empire, I mean CIA, I mean CNN, I mean the Potato Man, they have you pay for the propaganda. Insult to injury. Not only, not only do they lead you astray, they want you to pay them $7.99 a month to be led to slaughter. The, the malicious nature of the cabal. I mean, they already have the money printing machine. But no, they want you to pay for it so that you're committed to their lies. So that they can actually pull off their scams. In three weeks, CNN Plus went under. Because according to everyone's salary, the camera people, they got to make, you know, Brian Selter needs like a new lady boy to bring him sushi in the morning. You know what I mean? Like Rachel Maddow's dog therapist like raised her rate too. So like everyone needs, you know... um, they projected that they need a half a million subscribers in the first month to make ends meet. Even a, a basic accountant's going to say, all right, well, these numbers say you need half a million subscribers the first month. But the elderly jabbed, you know, subscribers of basic cable, you want them to turn on a dime and get streaming? They don't know how to use their Roku. They don't know how to get, use their PS5. They, they need to call their grandchildren and get them to update their, their Roku box or Amazon Fire Stick or however they're getting it. And then you got to char- charge their credit card. There's nothing left. America's been broke from all these fake narratives by these garbage people. So they collapsed. CNN Plus collapsed. And um, was Rachel Maddow and Brian Stelter, were they thrown in a wood chipper? <laughs> No, no. So it's just they they impeached him twice. Then uh, they they were not unsuccessful. Then they ran an election against him in 2020. They lost, but they put him in anyway. Uh, The dead Joe Biden weekend at Joe Biden's weekend at Bernie's, whatever. So they put in a corpse and then they continue to pile more lies on. They're all in, man. They're all in. And I see them as a, a, if you look at reality versus the magic they use with the Federal Reserve, the magic they use with the propaganda machine, the magic they use with Klaus Schwab wearing a spacesuit at the World Economic Forum in Davos trying to say something about the great narrative. Well, the great narrative. You will decide the narrative of the future, however he talks. I don't do a good impression of him. Um... And it's all falling apart. But the only difference, like the difference between victory and, and defeat, like either complete, total economic collapse forever, America's over, America's been taken over, hostage by the tentacles of the ruling class, the dark cabal, the deep state, or their demise is really, uh, it's fascinating because they have all these crimes. Like I say, they're on Epstein's flight log, but until the American people point a finger and say, boo, they just keep running this operation. They, for them, it's a game. 
You know, there's this book called, like, The Pickup Artist, and he's like, you, you know, manipulating women's emotions, it's just a game. It's a game. So that for them, it's like they know that they're psychopaths. They can't sleep well at night. But for them, it's a game to stay in power, to, to try to run the empire with bundling this more and more lies. And I really do look back to the Kennedy assassination. Then they killed Robert Kennedy. Then they killed Martin Luther King. Then they, and the wrong people were arrested for these crimes. Larry's, uh, you know, Ben Fulford got on my podcast and said that, you know, chess champion Bobby Fischer developed this 9-11 strategy because it would catch them. When they try to pull off this false flag, they would get caught because it would wake up the people that, oh, there's something wrong with the ruling class. The problem with that theory is the end result of 9-11 is Larry Silverstein won two insurance claims for two separate plane strikes by terrorism, even though those were Raytheon remote control planes and uh, buildings wired with explosives, uh, three buildings, two planes, two planes, three buildings fell down, buildings one, two, and seven, into their own basements at free fall speed. Even though that's true, the American people saw it, president stood on the rebel with asbestos in the air, and he said, let's get a rack, because they have oil. I mean, they did it. I mean, Afghanistan. I mean, they did it. Meanwhile, the Bin Laden family is hanging out with the bushes in the back, laughing at us, laughing at the sheep taking this. It's like, ugh, I'm disgusted. And all, like Mr. Nadler just getting destroyed by Matt Gatz uh, on the Senate floor, the House floor, whatever this is. It's like, yeah, he won. So he, he won the debate because Nadler is this crepid, decrepit old deep state douchebag and you know they really do believe that well if nadler is the chairman of the committee then he can steer the discussion we'll just put the chairman here the chief of justice here like the three top people and then nancy pelosi here with her teeth falling out and her big old hams and even though these people are senile even though these people talk nonsense at the end of the day their handlers have all the blackmail on everybody so they just pull the pull the strings can you imagine being one of these people can you imagine being adam schiff the most disgusting pedophile politician ever? Can you imagine being Gavin Newsom? Like, American psycho? I, like, imagine, you're like, I'm going to run for president of the United States, you know, because my aunt Nancy Pelosi said, it's my turn, it's my turn. As the, home, the rate of homelessness in California, just the homeless tents just envelop, envelop. I mean, that's the problem with the deep state. They're so greedy that they think that they can charge rent, like $3,000 a month rent, when literally nobody makes that money, when Hollywood collapses, when like, who can pay that fucking rent? Nobody? Well, can you adjust it down to $350 a month because that makes sense based on the actual on-the-ground economy? No. But we're, but the banks are hawked this much, so we need, I know there's a reset coming. There is a great reset coming. So we have to just make sure we collapse it so that we can build the One World Trade Center made out of a needle later. It's like they, they have problem, reaction, solution. They create the de destruction. Then you're herded into their solutions to slaughter. Uh, again, if you look at Klaus Schwab and you think, and you're like, you know what? He's got such good ideas. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to charge my country 
in debt usury notes to fly to Davos on our one working jet in the, you know, Ghana airfield. I'm going to fly over there. I'm going to spend $250,000 for my ticket because that's what the tickets cost to watch this fucking lunatic speak. And then <clears throat> let's, let's, uh, let's hear what he has to say, you know. The difference of this first uh, industrial revolution is it doesn't change what you are doing. It changes you if you take a genetic editing, right. uh, just as an example. It's you who exactly. are changed, yeah. and of yeah. course this has a big impact on yeah. your identity. Yeah. And offers certain kinds of possibilities that have to be careful about. You know, yeah. when, you began to, when you began to do that kind of gene editing, some people worried that you were changing what it means to be human. That's the problem. And, yeah. uh, it, uh, of course, the new uh, industrial revolution offers us many opportunities, but it raises many fold questions on the ethical, but even legal uh, implications, and we have to be prepared for it. And that's what we want to do in Davos next year. Talk about technology and how the ways it can be deployed, uh, you know, that contribute to growth rather than exacerbate unemployment. How will that implement itself? It's a big question mark because uh, there is a fear that uh, technology, robots, uh, just to take yeah. one yeah. You gain element. productivity from machines. Exactly. And it replaces maybe um, the workforce or jobs faster than we can replace them with the new jobs. So, uh, not everybody can be a robot polisher and so yes. on. So yes. there will be new jobs. So Alex Jones was just caught um, having freedom of speech, and so he was sued $42 million for having a freedom of speech. Um, and what are you protecting, Deep State? You're, you're protecting Davos. And Klaus Schwab Jr. just talked about what happened at Davos, and, you know, his dad runs it, so I guess he would know. But this is Klaus Schwab Jr. on what happened at Davos. Hello, my slaves. It's your favorite ruler, Jack Klaus Schwab Jr. Oh, remind me next time to set timer. Next time I leave body remains in the storage unit. When I opened it up, flies were everywhere. I was eating my spacesuit. The UFO is like all like shitty because of the bug problem. I have to get fumigations for this. Um, I'm in recovery now. I want to make announcements. No longer will Klaus Schwab Jr. watch off the internet German pornography. It, it is not good for my mental health now. If I want to be degraded in every way, I will just call my master. Uh, Davos is happening May 22nd to 26th in Switzerland. May 24th, the Tuesday, I believe this is, I will be hosting Orgy. There will be 12 toilets in a row and you take turns making scheiße and making sucking skull and bones to the front of the line. They know the drill. And I cannot make Verschmucken until I see the shit in the toilet. I mean, like, I'm glad that we know that information is from inside Davos. But, like, I, it just, for humanity, it doesn't seem like they're the best people in charge. In my opinion. In my opinion. Um you know, it's fascinating. Um, there's also, you know, we know that the elites are into masonry and they like to wait for certain cosmic, you know, uh, the red sun rises here. If you look at uh, the satanic calendar, like October 10th is a big day for Satan to give him sacrifices and, you know, do creepy rituals like October 10th. I think that has something to do with celestial, you know, 
while Venus is rising in the, so let's use this cosmic momentum to push our agenda. Um, but, you know, the Germans, they like engineering. Before they're occultists, creepy occultists, they're engineers. And uh, Klaus Schwab Jr., I don't know if he realized this, but he made a startling uh, admission about uh, astrology. Millionaires study astronomy. Billionaires study astrology. I will teach you a technique I learned from the lizards called astral gaslighting. It all starts when I take extra chocolate for dessert time after supper. When my father caught me makes this and he goes, you cannot have two desserts. I go, yes, but Jupiter's fourth moon has entered Aries. And he's like, oh, I will check on this. And then my whipping boy caught the beating, but not me. Uh, later, a girlfriend caught me with her best friend Gertrude making full rounds. When she goes, you cheated on me. I go, yes, but Mercury's in Libra. Mars is in my ace house. My hands are tied. Arr, you know, this is how I get out of this. Later, in my 20s, I facilitate crimes against humanity in the third world. When a lawyer informed me he caught me, and I go, yes, but Virgo is rising into Gemini. Let me call you back tomorrow. And then I turn village into a piece of nuclear glass. Yeah, now start court case. This is astral gaslighting. Yeah, so whatever your crime is, you just push it onto your enemy and just project it there and then try to, you know, have have the villagers with pitchforks go after the wrong person. Saying that the organizing principle was to fully and thoroughly investigate Russia's interference, but you weren't interested in whether or not Russians were interfering through Christopher Steele and if Steele was lying then you should have charged him with lying like you charged a variety of other people, but you say nothing about this in your report. Well, meanwhile, sir. Meanwhile, Director, you're quite loquacious on other topics. You write 3,500 words about the June 9 meeting between the Trump campaign and Russian lawyer Veselnitskaya. You write on page 103 of your report that the president's legal team suggested, and I'm quoting from your report, that the meeting might have been a setup by individuals working with the firm that produced the steel reporting. So I'm going to ask you a very easy question, Director Mueller. On the week of June 9, who did Russian lawyer Veselnitskaya meet with more frequently? The Trump campaign or Glenn Simpson, who was functionally acting as an operative for the Democratic National Committee? Well, what I think is missing here is the fact that uh, this is under investigation other in, uh, elsewhere in the Justice I Department. Get that and if I can finish, sir, and if I can finish, sir, and consequently, it's not within my purview. Department of Justice and FBI should be responsive to questions on this particular but, but issue. It is absurd to suggest that a operative for the Democrats was meeting with this Russian lawyer the day before and the day after the Trump Tower meeting, and yet that's not something you reference. Now, Glenn Simpson testified under oath he had dinner with Veselnitskaya the day before and the day after this meeting with the Trump team. Do you have any basis as you sit here today to believe that Steele was lying? As I said before, I'll say again, it's not my purview. Others are investigating what you... Uh, so so it's not address. your purview. So they, they impeached Trump twice because a Russian lawyer met with Mr. Simpson of the Democrats and the Trump team. And then he flew home to Russia. Russia, Russia, Russia. And then he had tea and biscuits back in Russia. And then they impeached Trump twice over this. Twice. They met with him, the Dems met with him, Trump met with him. Oh, that's an interesting Russian chap. And is it an illegal for a U.S. president to meet diplomats from other countries? Is that illegal? The, the one Russian meets with Trump, 
meets with Mr. Simpson of the Democrats, goes home. And then Mueller's like, well, it's not even in my purview if uh, Mr. Steele's reports was lies or false. It was the Mueller report that got him impeached twice. It's not my purview. Well, that's not... When you, when you, <laughs> when you look at these cockroaches in the face and they have to lie under oath, they, they start to crawl out of their skin. They start to, their eyes dilate past their pupils. Their skin becomes scaly. They start to dander. They start to sweat. They start to, you know, molt from their skin. This is what, this is what we're up against. Shape-shifting lizards like Mueller, who, who, okay, so like CNN said, and Rachel Maddow with her, you know, helmet haircut and her very serious glasses said, you know, and, well, Trump, he, you know, he was with Russia. And if you don't believe that, you're dumb. Okay. And then, hey, buy CNN Plus. Nobody does. You know, I want to I see Rachel Maddow homeless and, and watch her, you know, freak out at the, uh, the 7-Eleven and, like, have, like, Karen episodes because she can't get her right churro, the churro that she wants or whatever. Like, that's where this person should be. And, and uh, you know, it's just what... What is confusing about this? Uh, a representative, Gates, Matt Gates, asked Mueller, "Well, was Trump with Russia?" And then they're, they're pointing to one lawyer who met with him, and they blow up that he was with Trump, and they completely dismiss that he was with the Democrats. Now, look, I'm a Bernie Sanders guy. I'm a Bernie bro. I'm also like a Ron Paul supporter. Somewhere between Ron Paul and Bernie Sanders, that's where my politics is, really. It's just anyone who speaks against corruption. But, well, did, did Mr. Steele lie or did you lie? You were the chief investigator. was meeting with this Russian lawyer the day before and the day after the Trump Tower meeting, and yet that's not something you reference. Now, Glenn Simpson testified under oath. He had dinner with Veselnitskaya the day before and the day after this meeting with the Trump team. Do you have any basis as you sit here today to believe that Steele was lying? As I said before, I'll say again, it's not my purview. Others are investigating what you uh, So, so it's not your purview to look into whether or not Steele's lying. It's not your purview to look into whether or not anti-Trump Russians are lying to Steele. And it's not your purview to look at whether or not Glenn Simpson was meeting with the Russians the day before and the day after you write 3,500 words about the Trump campaign meeting. So I'm wondering what, how, the, how these decisions are guided. I look at the Inspector General's report. I'm citing from page 404 of the Inspector General's report. It states, page stated, Trump's not ever going to be president, right? Right. Strzok replied, no, he's not. We'll stop it. Also in the Inspector General's report, there's someone identified as attorney number two. Attorney number two, this is page 419, replied, hell no, and then added, Viva la resistance. Attorney number two in the Inspector General's report and Strzok both worked on your team, didn't they? Pardon me? Can you ask? Uh, they both worked on your team, didn't they? Uh, I know. I heard Strzok. Who else were you talking about? Attorney number two identified in the Inspector General's report. Okay. And the question was? Did he work for you? The guy who said viva la resistance. Peter, Peter Strzok worked for me for a period of time. Yes. Yeah, but so did the other guy that said Viva La Resistance. And here's what I'm kind of noticing, Director Mueller. When people associated with Trump lied, you threw the book at him. When Christopher Steele lied, nothing. And so it seems to be that when Glenn Simpson met with Russians, nothing. When the Trump campaign met with Russians, 3,500 words. And maybe the reason why there are this discrepancies in what you focused on is because the team time is the, so biased. Time of the gentleman has expired. Pledge to Mr. stop Trump. Jeffries of, of New York is recognized. Wait. 
So then Nadler comes in with his gavel. Ah! Stop, we're losing! Ah! Stop! But we're, we just were exposed! Stop! Ah! Ah! Who is this person? Who is this person? And, and like, I just, I just think of the schoolyard. Like, Matt Gatz could beat the fuck out of Nadler with his elbows. Like, you put them in a cage, but no, he has a gavel. He's wearing a gown. He's protected by sycophants. Like, we're way, we're so far beyond the Boston Tea Party. We are so far beyond. This is the most passive-aggressive, covered in red tape, uh, coup d'etat ever. That's how they, the other side does it. They're such fucking pussies. They, they rule by red tape. That brings me to another archon, pussy, passive-aggressive bitch who I could beat the shit out of in a fistfight. Yuval Noah Harari. He is a weak, vegan, beta male cuck loser. And he has said this. Truth was never the highest priority of human society. Truth was never the highest priority of human society. Let's play that again. Truth was never the highest priority of human society. But his daddy, Klaus Schwab, wrote the great COVID-19 and the Great Reset and the great narrative. So when you lie about COVID-19 to usher in a great reset, you need a great narrative, right? So, but truth, what about truth? What about honesty? What about love? Truth was never the highest priority of human society. Yuval Noah Harari. I mean, we could go through the Athletic Boxing Commission. We can go through the, you know, mixed martial arts rules. And, and let's just see if you're better than me. Let's see if, like, Darwinism rules. Let's see if you can survive. It was the highest priority of some individuals, but never of society as a whole, because society as a whole does not function on the basis of truth. And if you take two of the most powerful institutions of, of, of humankind, let's think about science and the scientific community, and let's think about religion and churches and so forth, I think that none of them has truth as their chief value. As individuals, yes. But as institutions, no. I think the chief value of science is power, and the chief value of religion is uh, order, it's organization. Religion is all about having order in society, and science is mainly about gaining power, gaining power over the world. They use truth to some extent on the way to achieving power or to achieving uh, order, but this is not uh, say, their say highest value. Say more bit. So he's like, this is Satanism. Truth doesn't matter. Power matters. We will get power and we will lie. I'm a lawyer. I'm a beta cuck lawyer, transhumanist douchebag. And I will commit crimes against humanity. I'm just paraphrasing Yuval Noah Harari. Truth doesn't matter. Law doesn't matter. We're gods. We are your gods. That's what Yuval Noah Harari is saying here. But what if I'm a good scientist and I, I want to get the truth out there through the Rothschild banking system? Because that's what Yuval realized he wanted to do. He's a, he comes from you know, academia. 
But what if I want to research this paper? Daddy Rothschild, Daddy Schwab, I have a paper. You just explore the truth, okay. But as an institution, as a university, you, you, need, re you need money to finance. You, you, so you submit, a research, you, you, you submit a research grant. And you have to convince the authority not of the truth. You have to convince the authorities that what you want to do will somehow make us more powerful, will somehow enable us to produce a new weapon, will somehow enable us to produce more food, will somehow enable us to gain control of a previously uncontrollable epidemic of disease. Mm -hmm. And this is really what gets the money. So of course, Daddy money, daddy money, truth is irrelevant. It's all about manipulating your daddy master. I mean, he might dress like Emperor Palpatine, for example, like, but it, it has nothing to do with fairness, law, order, genocide, crimes against humanity. What matters is getting daddy money to research, you know, your, your papers. Institutions and scientific uh, uh, progress, uh, not in all cases, but in many cases, the basic thinking is that in order to improve the human condition, we need to gain control of something. It's not like, okay, let's all do yoga and this will improve the human condition. It's more like, how do we build a dam? How do we cut down a forest? How do we produce a, how do we produce a new kind of antibiotics? I mean, th things like that. It's, there are exceptions, I know, but trying to, to present the big picture you know, 500 years of, of modern science, I think it was much more about gaining control than about anything else in terms of improving the human condition or how to improve the human condition. Yeah, so free will, like humans, when they have freedom, that's bad. So we need to control freedom. We need to, if you go to daddy government, I can control the peasants. Daddy government's going to be like, well, I've been trying to do this for generations, <laughs> you know? And then if you're like, do you have any moral compass or like literally a backbone or do you have an exoskeleton, Yuval Noah Harari? I have an exoskeleton. I'm trying to be an academic slave. Okay, well, you're a, you're a, a hack flunky who says at the opening of this TED Talk or wherever the fuck, uh, you know, he could get enough cockroaches to pay tickets to keep the lights on in the shithole you're performing in here. Truth was never the highest priority of human society. So that's why we have Nadler, the gavel. Arr, they're getting too close. This is just bullshit. And I really think that if you're in the military, if you're in the, in the chain of command, you have to see that the ruling the uh, that they've designed it so that we're talking about Trump in Biden's thing like let's just put on the calendar um of Congress the Senate everything let's just put uh irrelevant things irrelevant irrelevant let's talk about this irrelevant point let's say let's uh, say that you know in science class you can talk about scented candles in elementary school Okay, now let's talk about, um, you know, trans, tranny story time. And now let's talk about, and just fill it with irrelevant gobbledygook to disenfranchise. The only way you can fight the empire is if you're confident and competent. You can only fight the empire if you're confident and competent. The empire realized we have to do everything we can to disenfranchise, to humiliate, 
to downtrodden to destroy the the peasants let's raise rent beyond any measure of income <clears throat> i want to tell a quick story so the irs ha- owes me fourteen hundred dollars I-, I sent in my taxes in february of 2022 where my tax statement clearly says you owe me fourteen hundred dollars irs well there's a little strip mall next to a sushi place um where it says IRS at the top. So I went there once and they said, well, it's going to take 10 months to process your paper tax return. Because I did it on TurboTax and it just would not let me sign in, send it electronically. So I had to print it. So I printed it out. Finally, I got a big old package from the IRS in the mail last week. And I go, oh, thank God, this must be a big old check. No, it was my big old tax return that they resent to me because I missed a signature. You have my you have my direct deposit information. Uh, so they wanded me down for a second time. I had it in my hands, you know, just the paper tax return. They wanted me down all through the security just in case someone decides to take a Louisville slugger to someone's head. And so they pat me down. They realize I'm not a threat. They look at my driver's license, all the stuff. Then a, a tax lady comes out. She goes. You want to make a payment? You want to make a payment? I go, no, you guys owe me money. And she goes, let me take a look. Let me take a look. So she goes through my thing and she's like, you missed the signature here. And I go, here, here, here. So I signed it right in front of her. You know what she said? She turned to me and she goes, you want to make a payment? Who are these people? Like, I really think that was a robot. Are you just trained like... Do you not hear that you owe, you owe me, listen, lady, I'm looking you in the face. You owe me $1,400, but do you want to pay me? And then I'm just brought to Yuval Noah Harari, these beta males who just cut to the system so hard, they bend over backwards to, to disenfranchise you with the rest of the elites. Truth was never the highest priority of human society. Human society is He's lying here. He's lying. Truth was never the, hi- the hi- highest priority to the ruling class, to the secret societies who want to push you off a cliff like a bunch of lemmings. I forgot, speaking of reality, <laughs> I got to sell some tickets in uh, New Jersey. I'll be at the Comedy Dojo in Morris Plains, New Jersey. Go to aircollarbach.com. Click the calendar. And I'm not coming alone. I'm coming heavy. I'm coming with a fucking wagon full of assassins. So um, you'll see all their names there on my website. Uh, I'm rolling in deep. I'm going to open the shows with 15 minutes. I'm going to put four comics up for 15 minutes apiece. Then I'm going to close with, uh, well, the first show, Rabbi Manischewitz is going to close with Danny Braff. The second show, Mindy, is going to close with Sean McDonough. And the third show, I'm going to leave because I can't stand it. But Klaus Schwab Jr. is going to come in. He's going to close the third show. So I have shows Saturday, September 9th, or Friday, September 9th, Saturday, September 10, and then Wednesday, September 14th. On 9-11, I'm doing two shows with Synchro Mystic Chris Knowles. He runs the Secret Sun blog. He runs the... Institute for Advanced Synchro Mysticism. For everything about him, Chris Knowles, go to the Secret Sun at blogspot.com. Um, two 9 11 shows were going into the occult secret history of 
the 9-11 situation. But he was also, I'm, I don't want to give too much away, and maybe I'll do a podcast with him to promote it, but I don't want to give too much away. He was sued. So his intellectual property was stolen by the empire, namely Viacom. Truth was never the highest priority of human society. So Chris Knowles wrote a comic book series and Viacom stole it. And that's all I'm going to get into, but we're going to talk a lot about that lawsuit and just how this culture of kleptocracy has taken over uh, into the end game, into the end times. All right. Uh, anything else? Oh, we are sponsored. Go to ACBD Remedy. That's acbdremedy.com. Use code name Eric. That's E-R-I-C for 20% off your order. Um, again, uh, you can also go to Klaus Schwab Jr. on Instagram. Get some K-drops. Look, Q-drops are not always accurate. K-drops are always accurate. Go to at Klaus Schwab Jr. on Instagram and uh, get those K-drops as soon as they come out because, you know, you, you can really win a lot of money in the stock market if you know what the psychopath class is up to. Um, anyway, this has been episode 355, Joanna Yondrechek's Breasts Meet Reality. Bye, everybody.